Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. It's time to break the cycle of waste and mess. Time to stop accepting that the way things have been done are the way they should be done. Control-Alt-Delete everything you thought you knew about how to period. We're flipping the script. We're throwing out the book. We're challenging the period status quo. The Diva Cup is eco-friendly, reusable, and offers up to 12 hours leak-free protection. So what are you waiting for? Join the inner revolution with the Diva Cup. The Diva Cup is used for menstrual flow only. Always read and follow the user guide. The following program is a Forbes and Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Denise Rastari, and this is Mentoring Moments, a podcast where smart, witty, and bold women are sharing their triumphs and their skids. We aren't just talking, we're taking action, and we're inviting you to join us every Wednesday in my New York City apartment. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by Upside. The smart new way to buy business travel is Upside.com. You save money and get a free Amazon gift card every trip you buy. Use the code Forbes and you're guaranteed at least a $100 gift card your first time using Upside. Save big on travel and get a big gift card. Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. And sitting across from me at the table today is Joy Bauer, who, Joy, I am so, so, so happy you are here for many reasons. Well, thank you for having me. This apartment is magnificent. Well, thank you. I feel like we're souls. We've talked once, so we don't have this long history, but I feel like we're soul sisters. Instant bond. (laughs) Yes, it is great. It was great, and it is great. What if you could have delicious banana fritters or chocolate peanut butter smoothies or pizza that are delicious, low calorie, and healthy. Well, you can, and Joy is the woman who is going to tell us how and why we can. Joy is the health expert for the Today Show, and she has written 12, 12, that's a whole lot, best-selling <laughs> books, including a book that I love that is on my table right now, From Junk Food to Joy Food. And she's the founder and chief nutrition officer of Nourish Snacks, which we also have on the table right now. We have coconut and chocolate and blueberry, and I've eaten them. So my favorite, I love the coconut. They're all good. She's whipping up food snacks that are healthy and delicious. And I love this. Joy, you're the official nutritionist for the New York City Ballet. And one thing you may not know is one of my first podcast guests was Sarah Mearns, who is the principal for the New York City Ballet. And the day that she left, she was one of my first three podcast guests. She left and I said to my husband, I'm not making this up. Whatever she's eating, I want to eat. (laughs) And here I am. Right, and there you are. And so this is really important because it goes to the core of who you are. And as I said earlier, it's like the sisterhood. Within 30 minutes of us talking, you were like, I want to introduce you to this person. You need to know that person. And then you actually started the introductions. It wasn't one of those conversations that ended and then never to be heard from again. Soon I got an email saying I'm introducing you to Bobby and I'm introducing you to this person. And that's really huge, I think, because when we start connecting each other, and I offered the same to you, it was like, you need to know these women that I know. That's when we really start making the great change in this world. And so thank you for that generosity. And your spirit is just so great. 
And I feel so totally mutual about you. And that's why I started making the introductions because you make me look good. <laughs> you know, we, we start a corresponding back and forth and you are such a force and you're so positive. You have such happy energy that was generating through the email exchange. Of course, then we spoke on the phone as well. But, you know, I was looking through your bio. You talk about an impressive career. Wow. So again, thank you for having me here. Your apartment is extraordinary. Well, thank you. She has all this food out for me as well. There's fruits, there's vegetable. I think there's avocado toast yes, over there. Yes, on gluten-free bread. I didn't do it You're just amazing. for you. I did it. I, know, <laughs> I did it because I love it. And joining us today, we have a special treat. Well, two special treats. We have two women from Joyce team. So we have Rebecca and Samantha here. And then for our takeaway segment, this is like a drum roll for everyone who has heard her before. There you go. <laughs> B. Arthur is with us today for takeaways. And I'm sure she'll be commenting as we're talking because she just can't control herself over there as, I she's, love eating, that. as she's eating your nourish snack. So there you go. Oh, the coconut vanilla yes, she there she is. <laughs> so we're all in this together. I'm going to kick off with my mentoring moment. This is, I love when this is, when we have two furs in life, because this is a two for my mentoring moment came from our phone call. When I had said to you that I go to St. Bart's every year and we've been going for 13 years, my husband and I, and we love it. It's so familiar. It's just, we know where to go and we know what we like and we know what we don't like. And we do something different every year to mm -hmm. switch it up some, but we have our favorite beaches and everything is just so comfortable and so relaxing, but we're not seeing the world. We're seeing it like on short little trips, mm -hmm. but not like immersing ourselves into a place for seven or 10 days. So I kept thinking, we're not going to do that this year. We're going to do that other trip, whether it's Thailand or Malaysia, someplace different. And then you said to me on the phone, well, I think you just need to do two vacations. That's because right. right and and because there's something great about the familiar about the the comfort that we have and there's something exciting about the unknown and the exploration and that was one of those really wake up calls for me to think why was i not going there why was i restricting myself to i can only do one vacation now i understand for some people time is a problem. You can't take two weeks off or whatever, but I have, I can, but even if I couldn't, I still could do two vacations. Maybe one is for five days and one is for seven days versus making right. one for 12. But my mind didn't even go there. It was, it's an either or. And I live in such an abundance mentality on most things. Like I think that, you know, every seat at the table should be a woman's seat and a man seat. You know, we should, it's not one seat. We're not fighting for that one seat. Mm -hmm. That there's an abundance and let's help each other. But I didn't go there for myself. So I, you really, that for me was a mentoring moment and being mentored when you weren't even trying to mentor me. And waking having that wake up call and so now my husband and I are planning to go back to St. Bart's great and we're looking at where we might want to go in Thailand or Costa Rica we we, we just started that exploration of oh, fabulous and I love vacations because those are some of our biggest memories. And again, whether it's the familiar, because I have those familiar vacations as well. We go to the Berkshires and I live for our Berkshire weekends. Absolutely love it. It's heaven on earth to me. But we also need that adventure, that learning experience once a year as well. And we're trying to figure that out too for this summer at some point. It's like with friends, right? It's like we want our old friends, but we want new friends. It's in our careers. It's right. great to have that feeling 
feeling I'm comfortable. I, I, I could knock this out of the park in my sleep. But where's the challenge that we also need to bring in? And maybe you don't find it at work. Maybe that's a side hustle. Maybe it's volunteering or it's a hobby, whatever it is. But I think sometimes we become so stuck in the way we think that we're, the, simple, the answers are simple to make our lives more abundant. Right. Oh, I love that. I love I love how you just transitioned that into friendship because I love having our old, loyal, um, tried and true friends. I mean, what would life be without them? But also I learn new things when suddenly, like meeting you today and or last week, you're definitely going to be one of my cherished new friends and I'm going to grow with ditto. you. A ditto on that one for sure. She's like, like I, I'm, I'm in your life forever. So great, <laughs> great. And he's over there laughing because she's like, I did say that to be. Oh, it's like a love fest. I think we're boring right. people, but this is a love fest. So tell me, I want to hear your mentoring moment. So my mentoring moment, um, I have so many mentoring moments, but I think like my biggest aha moment when it really comes to who I am in terms of, you know, career and growth and empowerment was when I graduated, I have an undergraduate degree in um, kinesiology and I have a graduate degree in clinical nutrition from NYU. And when I landed my first real job, I was super excited. It was a coveted position. It was the director of nutrition and fitness for the Department of Pediatric Cardiology right here at, at Mount Sinai Medical Center in New York City. And I was so excited. And by the way, I was oozing with smarts. I was ready to change the world. I knew everything. So I set up my office and I had, you know, my mahogany desk and I hung all my fancy diplomas on the walls and I was, you know, all in. And the very first appointment I had, it was a phone call from a woman named Betty and she had a 10 year old son who was diagnosed with familial hyperlipidemia, uh, which means that he had a very high LDL cholesterol level, um, strong family history, and she was an absolute nervous wreck. So she wanted to get him in immediately. Of course, I had no appointments. I was brand new. So I made an appointment for the very next day. And I, for the next 24 hours, I obsessed over every single detail. And when Betty came in and said, you know, I was told you are the woman, you are going to help my family like nobody's business. And of course she was right because I was oozing with smarts. I sat her down at my desk at this, um, you know, pretty large wooden table actually. And I laid out all these charts. So the first thing was the grocery lists. I showed her exactly what to buy high fiber, low sugar cereals and whole grain breads. I told her about the leanest uh, meats and, and um, low fat dairy and, you know, everything perfect. Lots and lots and lots of produce, both fresh and frozen. Then I told her exactly what to pack for Ben's lunch for school every single day. She had a lunchbox plan for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then I gave her my delicious recipes. Oh, and trust me, they were good ones. She had a whole booklet of exactly what she was going to make for dinner for the family, you know, for the next two weeks. And then we made it a follow-up appointment for a few weeks later. She was going to come back in and I fantasized about that appointment. She would walk in with tears of joy streaming from her eyes. She'd give me like the biggest bear hug ever. It would hurt. You Denise, changed it her would life. Hurt. You saved her. Changed her life. I was a miracle worker. Even though they were not taking bloods yet from Ben, it had been too soon. She could feel the cholesterol going down, like things were happening in his body. Her and her husband had each lost a few pounds. Their relationship was better. Their energy was off the charts. And everybody was happier on every aspect going. 
okay, that is not exactly what happened. So <laughs> Don't you hate when that fantasy and reality oh, just, my goodness. They, they are talking to each other? <laughs> like, so Betty does walk in. She is crying, but she sits down in the chair. She crosses her arms, and she tells me that I was a big, fat waste of her time and money. That all of the groceries that she bought turned brown. Nobody ate them and had to be tossed. That Ben was coming home with full lunches because he hated everything so much. And worse yet, he was mooching junk off of his friends at school each day during the week. And nobody wanted to be his friend because he didn't have anything good to eat. No, no, no. He did a lot of begging and pleading. And her husband, after ordering in Chinese food... When she tried my dinners and he hated them after two nights, he got smart and he started swinging by the local pizza parlor and gobbling down as much as he could before coming home because he knew he was going to starve because he wasn't going to like whatever she was making. So the reason that I mention this as my like standout mentor moment is because that was my biggest learning curve. Like that's when I realized that changing your lifestyle habits is really hard. And food is so much more than textbook and science. It's wrapped up in emotion and tradition and love and preference. And to really make a difference within this field, I would have to listen to people. And to be an influencer, I had to be flexible and I had to be realistic. Um, And I had to be creative and quite strategic. And I will say that Since then, I had my own three kids who have tested me in every which direction and have enabled me to to make a difference because of these experiences. And that is my mentoring moment. And um, Betty is out there and and she knows that she has made me better and smarter and, and much more effective and empowering. Before we continue the conversation with Joy... I want to tell you about Upside. I found an exciting new way to buy travel. It's Upside.com. At Upside, you save money on travel and you get a free Amazon gift card worth hundreds of dollars every time. You get savings and a big gift card free. Here's how they do it. Upside bundles your flights and hotel together for one low price. Bundling saves a ton of money, especially on business travel. So they give you an Amazon gift card. Your company saves money and you still keep all your miles. And right now, when you use the code Forbes, you're guaranteed a free $100 Amazon gift card your first time. The code Forbes gets you a guaranteed $100 Amazon gift card. That's like the best deal. How can you not do it? Upside, save big on travel and get a big gift card every time. Go to Upside.com. That's Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by FreshBooks, a super easy-to-use cloud accounting software for small business owners that saves you time and gets you paid faster. Now used by over 10 million people worldwide. For your 30-day free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash Forbes and enter Mentoring Moments in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Now back to the conversation with Joy Bauer. So I have so many thoughts and questions. So you were super smart. Did you believe you were super? Did you really feel that at that young age? Did you think, you know, I'm super smart? I did. I think that's great because I think so many young women don't feel that, right? You kind of hide under it. Well, I got lucky. I, you know, I got a good grade, but 
Right. I I, and and I still do think that, you know, I think I was in the right place at the right time. And I did get, in, I was incredibly lucky throughout my career. But I always had sort of this chutzpah and this confidence. And I was very academic. And I love to learn. And I'm not, I'm not so smart that I think I'm too smart to learn more. I mean, that, that incident that I just explained sort of tells my entire story because I listen to everybody now because everybody helps me to become smarter and more effective. But for whatever reason, when I was younger, um, and I know it's, it's a little bit atypical and I am hoping that my two girls, I have two girls and a boy, and I'm hoping that they have some of the chutzpah that I've had throughout my life. But, you know, I just, I never stopped to think whether or not I should be insecure or whether something wasn't going to work. And trust me, I threw a lot of noodles up in the air and most of them came like flopping (laughs) right down on the floor. I could probably, you know, feed China with all the noodles that landed in the pot, but some of them stuck on the ceiling. And whenever anything would stick on the ceiling, it would fuel my passion and, you know, my motivation and my confidence. And so, but how did, and I think that's fabulous. I love it. And I want everyone to, I want that to be contagious because that's the only way we're going to be successful mm-hmm. in all parts of our lives, right? But how, do you, how even at an old age and young age, how, do you, how are you able to grab onto the noodles that stuck? But I'm not. But I'm going to get over the ones that are laying on the floor. I'm going to walk over those. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with great parenting on my mom and dad's behalf. You know, they always told me that. Um, each and every failure is the beginning of a new success. And the larger the failures, the larger the learning curves. And it resonated. It really resonates with me. I didn't just hear it and, and you know, forge forward. I, I took it in. And every noodle that fell on that floor, you know, made me throw the next one up higher and stronger with more force. And so then how did you get on the Today Show? I think everybody wants to be on the – I remember when I on the Today Show, right, when I became an entrepreneur – that was my goal was to get on the Today Show and be role on any role, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be, let alone being having your position on the Today Show. I mean, you are part of the Today Show. So how did that happen? This is so crazy. Like, I just wanted to be I just wanted to watch the Today Show. You know, <laughs> I was a big fangirl of Katie Couric. And of course, I loved Matt. It was completely by accident. I never aspired to be on television. That was never the game plan for me. So I loved clinical nutrition. I was the director, like I said, of uh, nutrition for pediatric cardiology over at Sinai. I loved my bosses. I loved all like the grand poovas of pediatric cardiology over there. And at the same time, um, I was really into doing nonprofit work as well. So I wrote this grant and um, the grant was basically just my salary and I targeted areas that were high risk for heart disease, Harlem and East Harlem. And I was able to go out and create programs for kindergarten through 12th grade. And it was kind of cool because when you think about it, I knew every kid in kindergarten through 12th grade. And because of that, I knew all the teachers and the faculties in the different schools and I knew their parents. So basically... I was the mayor of East Harlem and Harlem. And one year I even ran the New York City Marathon with my dad. And we got, you know, when, when you're on the east side, if anyone's, anyone has ever run this marathon, you know, on the Upper East Side, there are bands, there are, there are crowds of people to the right, to the left. The energy is just off the charts. And we were in a pack of about 12 people because you fall into this groove when you're running and everyone's chit-chatting and we're learning about each other. After we got past the the, um, Upper East Side and we started getting into the higher blocks, you know, a.k.a. East Harlem, 
it thinned out tremendously. But suddenly, there were pockets of people sitting in chairs, standing, young kids, older people with huge signs that said, go, joy, go, in English and in Spanish. And I'll never forget my dad turning and looking at me, saying, who are you? That was the most rewarding program ever. I absolutely love that job. And um, the reason I'm telling you about this is because at that time I was doing Mount Sinai and I was doing these non-for-profits. I started writing and I love and love and love and love to write. So I was pitching articles to the glossy magazines and I was pitching book ideas and I was very lucky. Yes, I was lucky. I was at the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, my article started getting published and I got a book deal. It was at the time when they were doing the Idiot and the Dummies series. Yes, how well I remember. I was an idiot. <laughs> I was an idiot writer. I was one of the pioneers. It was the complete idiot guide to total nutrition. And people were becoming more and more interested in health and diet and nutrition. So the book did very well. And then lo and behold, The View called me and asked me to come and do a segment. I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't do television. Have you ever done no, no. <laughs> no, I don't do television. They talked me into coming and doing a segment. I thought that I was going to vomit on my food display. My heart was racing a million miles a minute. I was a nervous wreck, but it went pretty well. And then they asked me to come back and come back and come back. And then all of a sudden, I was the nutritionist for The View. And I was getting paid. I was getting paid to do television. <laughs> I wish people could see your face. She's like, and I was getting paid. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was so crazy. I, I needed to get an entertainment attorney. It was, it was, the whole thing was ludicrous. And from that, I also had a column at the time in one of the glossy magazines. It was Self Magazine at the time. And they put me on Regis and Kelly for a three-month stint. I got a lot of airtime. And then the Today Show called me. And I remember the exact day that they called. I remember what I was wearing, what I was talking about, where I was standing. I just couldn't even believe it because I grew up watching the Today Show. And and from that one moment when they put me on the, the air for the Today Show, that was, I think, about 12 years ago. I've been a regular fixture. I did the Today Show for about a year informally, once a week, maybe once or twice a week. Um, you know, and then they called and, you know, we, we arranged for a formal um, agreement and it was just like ugh, the best feeling ever. Because if you imagine being a health expert and just really wanting to heighten and elevate people's lives, to hit them with a message of health, to hit millions and millions of people in a matter of three minutes you know, with a realistic, back to my, you know, my mentoring moment with a realistic and um, manageable solution or message or tip or piece of advice is, um, is a very, very rewarding experience. And I'm incredibly grateful to have this platform. I love watching you on the Today Show because I walk away with tips. I love watching you, but I also, even Thank in my you. living room for 10 years, 12 years, because your tips are just great. I, I try to eat healthy, as we were talking earlier, put a good piece of bread in front of me and I'm not crazy uh -huh. and I'm not gluten-free. So I don't have any health reasons to be gluten-free, although I do try to eat gluten-free, but you know, a good baguette and then, and then oh, butter. I'm like, like I'm, I'm, right, exactly. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm there. I'm there. But I, on a day-to-day -day basis, I really do try to watch mm -hmm. what I eat. My dad was diabetic. And so I grew up understanding carbs and proteins. Oh, you're way ahead and, of the curve. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you don't realize that 
until you talk to people who are really smart, who are like, you know, what is a protein? My husband cracks me up. He always tells people that he's glucose-free. I'm like, gluten, gluten. Right, right. He's really not gluten-free either. He just likes to think he is. And I totally understand that. You know, I, I have worked with, I had a private practice for about two decades, and I have worked with the smartest of smartest, most successful from CEOs to statesmen to politicians, like movers and shakers. But when it's not in your wheelhouse, it's not in your wheelhouse. Right. You just don't get it. You know everything else that there is to know. But this is, you know, like a whole separate thing. And my motto has always been 90-10. I follow a 90-10 food philosophy. If you go out of your way 90% of the time to eat smart, there is 10% wiggle room for whatever does it for you. And if that's your baguettes and butter, so be it. For me, vanilla ice cream, some hard crunchy sugar cookies. You know, there are things that everybody craves. Life is too short. It's so precious. And again, 90% is, is a pretty good statistic. And I agree with you. that, And I, I do the same thing. I'm not sure I've actually broken it down, but I really do think that's my life. Like when I go out, a lot of times I will order salmon and stuff, but there are some nights where it's like, I want the steak and the French fries. Uh-huh. I want the steak frites. This is what I love about what you're doing is my daughter loves sugar, like way too much. And she loves milkshakes way too much. So she was saying how it's making her, like she's feeling sluggish and you know, it's what she's eating. Right. But if I, by me telling her that it's just like, yeah, yeah. And we're right. right okay. We know how that works. So <laughs> <laughs> we do. It, it's not working. Uh-huh. So, but I sent her your recipe for your chocolate peanut butter milkshake. Excellent. Did she try it? Yes. And she loved it. I mean, oh, she loves isn't it. That great? And it's like 200 calories. It's yeah. low in sugar. It's high in protein. Mm-hmm. So she's getting the flavors Absolutely. that she wants. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really hitting that craving that she's, that she's having. I'm like the mad scientist in the kitchen. So like I was going to ask you, how messy does your kitchen get? Uh, <laughs> like, listen, as, as proficient as I am at cooking, I am a disaster with cleaning. And my husband's probably listening to this and he is nodding and <laughs> nodding and, and probably not smiling. But um, I, I just love to cook. And I, you know, the segment from Junk Food to Joy Food is so popular on the Today Show. We have viewers send me their challenges. So the entire book... When I, when I look at the book, my name should not necessarily just be on the front cover because every single recipe that's in the book, that's a before and after, has come from a real person who absolutely has a favorite fattening indulgence and they want me to lighten up, lighten it up and healthify it. And like, that's what I do. And I just find it so fun and so cool and so, so satisfying. We've been talking a lot about fresh ideas. So it seems like a good time to now tell you about fresh books. For many of us, like Joy and myself, the paths we take in our lives lead to many different roads. A similar thing happened to FreshBooks on its way to becoming the largest cloud accounting software platform for small business owners in the world. As a company, they've managed to stay small while soaring to over 10 million users strong. Or is it the other way around? Has FreshBooks customer base soared because their company has stayed small? Named as a small giant on Forbes' list of best small companies this year, FreshBooks has been recognized for focusing on greatness over growth. By simplifying tasks like tracking expenses and getting paid online, invoicing so you can send professional-looking invoices in about 30 seconds, and delivering award-winning customer service that usually picks up in under three rings, FreshBooks has changed how small business owners deal with their day-to-day paperwork. 
But this is only a fraction of what FreshBooks can do, and they want you to see more. To claim your 30-day free trial, no credit card required, just go to freshbooks.com Forbes and enter Mentoring Moments in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Hey everyone, it's Caitlin Bristow. You can listen to my show, Off the Vine, with Caitlin Bristow every Tuesday on Podcast One. Hear me take on taboo topics and unfiltered advice. I'll also be dishing with some amazing celebrities. Oh, and did I mention there'll be wine? So grab a glass and join me every Tuesday on PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by WordPress.com. More websites run on WordPress than on any other platform. Create your blog or small business website today and get 15% off any new plan purchase at WordPress.com slash Forbes. That's WordPress.com slash Forbes. Now let's get back to talking with Joy. Let's give our listeners three to five, you pick the number, tips to be healthier, to eat healthier, oh. be healthier. Let's have Just three to five? Three to five. I know okay. We're going to narrow it down. You can go seven if you have to. <laughs> oh, we're going to, B wants to know how do you get abs. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> I'll give my tips first, and then I'm going to jump right over to the abs. Um, so I would say the first tip is so simple, to incorporate a produce item into each and every meal, because produce is first chalk full of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and fiber. So it's going to shower your body with the good stuff. And I also love the concept of actually adding something to your meals versus taking something away. The other great piece about produce, whether it's vegetables or fruit, but more so vegetables, is that they're high volume and they're low calories. So they fill you up without filling you out. So it's a win-win. You're fueling your body with great stuff and you're also helping to keep a lid on your appetite and you're controlling your weight. So that would be my first tip. So I try to eat twice as many vegetables as fruits. Awesome. Okay. I would say let's up it to 10. Okay. 10 times as many okay. vegetables. As, right. And if anybody wants a number, I would say, you know, um, no less than two and a half cups of vegetables a day you should aim for. Right. I do eat a ton of vegetables. That's so great. I, I try to whenever like I'm going for a piece of fruit, if I think I've had too much fruit today, that's why I keep thinking I have to eat twice as many vegetables at least. That's great. every piece of fruit. And it doesn't have to be raw. Like, don't bore yourself with the same old crunchy carrots or celery. You could roast vegetables. Oh, my gosh. It caramelizes the flavor. One of the easiest recipes that I make, and when anybody comes to the house, they rave about it, and, and they want me to they want to know how I made it, and it's so embarrassing because it's not even a recipe. I just take a huge amount of broccoli florets. I lay them out on the baking sheet. I mix them with olive oil spray and a sprinkling of kosher salt, and I pop it in the oven on the top rack at 420 for about 17 to 20 minutes. The tops get a little bit burnt and crispy. They are so delicious. And why do you do the spray versus... 
So that could actually be another tip. So for people that are watching their weight, when you use the mister, and you could either buy the canisters at the store, but I like to be more eco-friendly. So I buy my own misters, um, the reusable canisters, and then I can control what oils I put inside. So I'll have one with canola oil. I'll have one with grapeseed oil. I'll have one with um, extra virgin olive oil. You're, You're able to distribute a whole lot of oil with just a small amount. So in other words, like when, when I spray the tops, I'm probably using one to two teaspoons on the whole entire batch on that baking sheet. Now, when you pour from the bottle and either you're pre-marinating it or you're pouring it over or you're brushing it, you're probably getting about two tablespoons. And every tablespoon of oil, even though like we're living in the day and age of, you know, embrace fat, fat is wonderful. It helps to stable your blood sugars. It's also very calorically dense. So for people that want to control their weight, you still have to watch the amount of fat. And it's a great little trick. I love that because I I roast a lot of vegetables, just like you were saying. And I'll, I'll throw garlic in as well, yeah, of right? Of course you will, and, yes. Um, and it's and you do it with, I do it with cauliflower, broccoli. Everything. everything and you right? can also add a little bit of Parmesan cheese on there. Ooh, I make kale great. chips. Um, and the root vegetables roast up really nice as well. And sprigs of rosemary are fabulous on roasted vegetables. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to do the sprayer because that's one of the things, because I haven't been doing the sprayer that I keep thinking I'm using a lot of olive oil. Mm-hmm. So sometimes then I'll just steam the vegetables because I'm thinking I'm not going to roast them. Because right. I and don't you don't get use... that same no, delicious no, flavor. No, so but it's so different. Another thing I love to do with vegetables, I'll take a whole big batch of vegetables. It could be frozen vegetables or it could be raw vegetables, fresh, frozen, whatever, whatever you have in the house. This is a great thing to do with leftovers. And you're going to boil them up in reduced sodium vegetable broth. So get them nice and soft, add a little bit of salt, add a little bit of pepper. You could add garlic, um, onion powder, whatever you want in there. And when they get super soft, it should only take about 20, 30 minutes. If that, take out your immersion blender and blend the whole entire thing up and you get this creamy, dreamy, indulgent, thick soup and it's all vegetables. Oh, that sounds wonderful. That's that another sounds, great So you're way. making me hungry, be sitting over there pouting. <laughs> okay. Hi, okay, the next tip. Um, another tip. I would say to drink two eight-ounce cups of water or like a 16 ounce, 16 ounces of water before lunch and before dinner because, first of all, it's going to help you to hydrate. It just um, adds to your daily quota. Everybody should be drinking more water. And the second reason is because it's going to take the edge off your hunger. So it's likely you're going to be filled up on a little bit less food. So that would be another tip. And then also I would say um, that everybody needs to walk at least 30 minutes a day. And if you feel like you don't have the time, break it up into bite-sized pieces. 10 minutes in the morning. Hey, you could even march in place while you're watching the Today Show. Just saying. (laughs) You could do a 10-minute walk at lunch, and you could do a 10-minute walk before or after dinner. But 30 minutes each and every day is incredibly important. And the cool thing about exercise, too, is that it boosts your mood. It just makes you happy. And it also increases your resolve. Because when you do something good for yourself, like on the exercise front, you want to follow up with smart food choices as well. So it's just good all around. And my last tip, which may be the most important, is to forgive your slip-ups. 
so many people are on this all or nothing mentality. I'm either eating perfectly or I'm eating horribly. And they feel that if they have one bad thing, and I hate to say the word bad because it's not bad, but I think people sort of label it like that in their head. So let's say if they have a slice of pizza or let's say they have um, a piece of chocolate cake or a couple of chocolate chip cookies. I already messed it up. So now I'm going to throw in the towel and I'm going to, you know, go whole hog and I'm going to polish off the day or the weekend, or I'm going to start fresh on Monday. And by the way, if it's Tuesday that this happens and you're starting fresh on Monday, you are in trouble. So, you know, nobody ever gains weight from an occasional off thing. It's only when you let that one off thing turn into, you know, a huge snowball effect. So shake it off. I hope you enjoyed every single <laughs> mouthful of it and then get right back on, on the wagon, right back on board. Those are all great tips. And I want to add on to the walking for 30 minutes every day. I know, I've noticed that when I walk at least 8,000 steps, I sleep better at night. Of course you do. And so that is a huge benefit, right? That it's like I really go into a deep, I, I, I just sleep more soundly. I'm, I'm, it's all better. It's mm-hmm. just all better. We, we know that eating well and exercising enhances your sleep. You know, it's a proven fact. We what absolutely if, know that. What about that wine at dinner? So, um, well, I'm a big wine lover. <laughs> Full disclosure, I absolutely love wine, but a lot of people have trouble sleeping when they have a nightcap. And the reason is because, you know, even though it makes you sleepy when you have a cocktail, you generally tend to wake up and you have fragmented sleep. So if anybody is struggling with insomnia or sleep issues, I would strongly recommend giving up the cocktails for a couple of weeks and seeing if, you know... It, the, the problems resolve. Um, and if they don't, you can go back, <laughs> go right back to your wine. But I, th- I think that you're going to, um, you, you're definitely going to see some improvement. And then you could just be a little bit smarter and more selective with the timing of when you have your cocktail. You can make it a little bit earlier or, or you could drink at lunch. <laughs> there kidding. you go. I'm kidding. <laughs> that, that's a part of making your career <laughs> more challenging. <laughs> you want to make your career more challenging. But you know, in the olden days when I was starting out, we drank a lot at lunch. That was like a different generation entirely. How did you do that? I don't know. I mean, if I, I can't, if someone says to me, let's have a glass of wine, it has to be like, I have to go with the celebration mentality. Like if somebody is celebrating something and they're like, have a glass of wine with me at lunch. I'm gone for the, I just cannot function the rest know, of the day. I know. We used to drink like martinis at lunchtime. My clients would have three, four martinis at lunchtime. This is like Mad Men. It, it was. I'm telling <laughs> Mad Men, there is truth to it. I mean, there is truth to it. Yeah, no, the I'd Capitol be Capitol Hill Club. We would be at the Capitol Hill Club like wow. crazy. Maybe like you just gain some sort of tolerance for it. And also, you know how this works. When you know what you have on your to-do list, us women, we get it done. Yes, yes. So even if I'm tired, even if that wine has like sort of, you know, pushed me into a slumber mode, I, I am still prevailing with that to-do list. So maybe that's what it was about. I don't know. But the men too, but they, you know, who knows? I don't know what it was, but I couldn't do it now. You couldn't pay me to do it either. Oh no. But, I also like to save it. Yes. I love I like having a glass of wine for later. Yeah. So Joy, all this talk today about food has got me thinking about my favorite chocolate shop here in New York City. It's called Coco V, delicious vegan chocolates brought to us by Pamela Elizabeth, who will be on Mentoring Moments soon. When I'm in her shop, I just feel like I'm in Paris. And she's able to do that because she is a small business owner with her own personal touch. And when you're a small business owner, though, one challenge is... How do you make a big impact? 
Well, one great and easy way is to create a website for your business or for your personal blog on WordPress.com. Even if you don't have a clue how to build a website, WordPress.com can guide you through the process, starting with customized themes. Plus, when you're on WordPress.com, you'll get built-in social sharing and search engine optimization. On WordPress.com, you are part of a community with support 24-7. Come see why nearly 30% of all websites run on WordPress and why more websites run on WordPress than on any other platform. Get started today with 15% off any new plan purchase. Go to WordPress.com slash Forbes to create your website and find the membership plan that's right for you. That's WordPress.com slash Forbes for 15% off your brand new website. WordPress.com slash Forbes. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by Braintree. If you think that your payment system exists solely for the purpose of transferring money from a customer's wallet to yours, think again. Braintree, rethink payments. Learn more at braintreepayments.com slash Forbes. So is it change with age, like wine at dinner? Does it impact you more if you're older as far as sleeping? Um, or is it all ages? I, I think it's it's um, much more about people that end up having sleeping issues. You know, it, it, independent of age, I think there are there are younger folks and there are middle age and there are seniors that either have sleeping issues or they don't have sleeping issues. So and and also like you know as um, you know you were mentioning, as we get older too, things change. So you could be somebody you have to look at the here and now. You know, I might not have had any issues with drinking and falling asleep sleep and staying asleep when I was in my 20s or my 30s. But perhaps as I get older, I'm, I'm already older um, and it hasn't but affected me yet. But, um, you know, we have to listen to our bodies because things don't stay stagnant and we have to pay close attention and we have to respect where we're at and make sure that we listen and respond. So speaking of working out, do you eat before you work out? And what do you eat before you work out? I, I love this. I'm getting mentored. I love how this no. is just my personal private session with you. And, and that's a great question. That is a personal decision. And for me, I cannot eat before I work out. I like to work out first thing in the morning. I like to get it the heck over with because I never know like what, what, what is going to happen during the day, where the day is going to take me. And I have great intentions, but you know what happens. That to-do list has a way of becoming the Fabergé commercial. It grows and grows and grows. So, um, I like to do it first thing in the morning. I always have a cup of coffee. The cool thing about coffee, and this is not for everybody, but we know through studying athletes that if you have a cup of coffee, the caffeine helps your muscles to push stronger and longer through your workouts. So for me, the coffee is sort of a religion in the morning. I have always had a cup of black coffee. So really, that's all I have before I work out. And I'm totally fine with that. I don't get lightheaded. I feel great during my workout. And then breakfast becomes my reward. <laughs> so I look forward to it afterwards. And it's really important to refuel after your workout as well. So um, it's really a personal thing. Now, for anybody who has you know, um, any kind of low blood sugar or just feels like they need a little bit of oomph before working out, it could be as simple as a banana, a piece of fruit, or it could be a Greek yogurt. So it doesn't have to be huge. And in fact, I think that if you eat too much before working out, your stomach and your insides are so busy um, addressing digestion that it could interfere with your workout and you could feel sluggish and weighed down. So I think less is more in this instance. And of course, we're talking about casually exercising up to an hour. If we were talking about running a marathon or any kind of endurance event, that's very different. 
I notice whenever I do Pilates, if, even if I have a piece of toast and I eat grain, like a, a gluten-free that's a lot of seeds and things mm-hmm. in it, I can't work out as much. It just really Sitting slows me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a piece of toast. It's cut thinly, but it's, whatever's in it, it's just whether my body's working to digest it, whatever's going on, uh-huh. I just don't have the same energy. A banana? I would tell you to try a piece of fruit. Right. And this is another instance of listening to your body. I think we'll ask 10 people, and 10 people may have different responses. So it's it's hard for me to give general advice to a question like that, but um, I think it is the perfect example of how important it is to listen to you know ourselves right and just paying attention and thinking you know i'm not i'm not performing in pilates this morning like i was yesterday why is it am i tired did i not sleep what was it i Mm -hmm. ate and then you start to figure out this pattern of what you what your performance is built on just in general like before i speak what do i eat what do Mm -hmm. i not eat you know all those things joy one of the things i love about you is you're not the zealot of you know i do everything perfectly i when you were just talking about your to-do list can take you off track from right. what you were thinking you were going to eat or drink. And I think that's so human that we all need to give ourselves that permission to say, prepare for life throwing things at you, good things and bad things, not all bad things, right? That you're going to be taken off track, that something can come your way that you're not going to be able to eat the lunch you thought you were going to eat because this great opportunity is in front of you. And so if we prepare for it though and start out. Absolutely. And I think being prepared is, you know, half the battle. It really is. And and even like when it comes to it's it's being prepared and also being prepared like in in the physical sense, in other words, like, you know, putting your pen to the paper and really planning out dinners are problematic for a lot of busy people, right? Planning out what you're going to have for dinner, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I have my own little system. I put a theme to each night during the week and then I fill it in with, you know, all sorts of different recipes. So for example, it's meatless Mondays, it's taco Tuesdays. I could have, um, turkey meat tacos. I could have fish tacos. I could have vegetarian tacos. Wednesday is breakfast for dinner Wednesdays. Thursdays is fish Thursdays. But when you theme it, you are planning. You're planning. And for me, because dinner is problematic, you know, I'm running in seven different directions every single day. I need to plan. But I think the second big piece is attitude. Following a health plan, is 50% attitude. It is not rocket science. And if you have a can-do positive attitude and you cut yourself some slack and you are a realist, you will get stuff done. Things will happen. And I agree. And that takes me right into the stuff that we're done with. So I'm done with that segment. So we're going to talk about the things we're done with. Ooh. So I'm done with, I was thinking about this in the shower this morning, and I'm so glad I'm done with, I'm done with not wearing a lot of makeup. Um, when you go on TV, obviously that's a whole different story or when you're doing something for photo ops, but in day-to-day life, and as I'm getting older, the less makeup you wear, I think the better you look because it cakes on you less, but uh-huh. it's just so freeing. So now when I go on vacation, I really have like six or seven products but that's all I have. I have a blush stick that could also be a lipstick, but if I, if I want lip gloss. So I really have, that's what I'm done with. I'm done How with. How liberating. It is. Of, number one, I can get dressed in the morning in no time. Mm-hmm. And when I travel, I really have six items that I can get everything done with. So that's what I'm done with. You're my hero. (laughs) You are my hero. I loved you before. I love you more now. It's like, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Okay, so here's what I'm done with. Giving unsolicited health advice. And um, this comes with a little story. 
we have this home in the Berkshires that I had described earlier as like my heaven on earth. I absolutely love it. And it's a family home and we have a huge, um, vivacious, amazing family. And we do a lot of eating and a lot of drinking and a lot of cooking and a lot of exercising and a lot of watching movies. And there's 25 of us and four dogs. I'm coming. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> anytime you show up, I'm always whipping up something delicious. And, um, you know, everybody is like off doing their things, my siblings and my sibling-in-laws and whatnot. And, um, you know, I can't really help myself when I see something that somebody could be doing a little bit better. I'm quick to say like, oh, like instead, why don't you put mustard on that instead of mayo? Oh, if you lose the top slice of bread, it will automatically help your blood sugars kind of thing when you eat that sandwich. And my dad took me out for lunch one day and he sat me down and he said, Joy, I love you to death. And I know that all of your advice comes from love and great intentions and you want to keep us around forever. But when you give advice, when someone hasn't asked for it, you become a N-A-G. <laughs> and that resonated in such a big way. And to this day, I have not given unsolicited advice. And even when I'm out in restaurants and like my friends joke, like, Ooh, pressure on me ordering and whatnot. I always say I'm out of the office, closed for business. <laughs> Feel free to get whatever you want. So you're always be a joy versus a killjoy. You're not like, yeah. Although Matt Lauer calls me a killjoy sometimes. Right. <laughs> <I've heard him. laughs> Buzz kill, right. killjoy. <laughs> right. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, I really, really, um, try to stick with that. And that's great because people don't want to hear it from. They know, right? Most people know. We know. Right. And that takes the pleasure out of it. Yes. And I love the fact that people are constantly asking me, though. Yes. So when you ask me, I am so right. happy to give you information. <laughs> it's all saved up from the people yes. who weren't able to give unsolicited I advice. Know. I hope like, I'm not going to make you late to something, over. but you'll need about three hours for my answer. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Braintree. When it comes time to check out, consumers have come to expect a wide range of payment options. Or, to be more accurate, there are a wide range of consumers out there, and every one of them expects you to offer them their preferred payment method. Oh, sure, you can look at this as a hassle, but Braintree would suggest that you look at it as an opportunity. When you rethink your payments, it's easy to let your customers have it their way. Braintree. Rethink payments. Find out more at braintreepayments.com Forbes. You're listening to Mentoring Moments with Denise Rastari. So now we're going to do takeaways. And joining us today is B. Arthur, who some of you know, because <laughs> B's been on the show and she's been with us this whole time. So you've heard her in the background <laughs> and, and sitting next to me. We're like real close to each other, which is always my favorite spot. <laughs> they look so cute. <laughs> we are so cute. You're a beautiful couple. <laughs> oh, there's a love fest going on here. So anyway, so B is a licensed therapist. And as I said, many of you know B already. So B, you've been sitting there listening to us eating the nourish snacks, which I have to say so I'm a little good. jealous because I'm going to have some soon, but I can't eat and talk at the same time. So I've been looking over at you as you've been trying to silently <laughs> so eat jealous. the nourish snacks. So which one were you eating and what was your favorite? I was eating, they have a coconut vanilla and I was eating the chocolate banana and it mm. was so yummy. I couldn't believe I'm always counting my carbs. I couldn't believe it was only seven grams of sugar and a hundred calories for all that really good chocolate. And I'm a chocolate expert because I'm made of it. So I should know. Oh, I'm gushing. So good. This is like really? my fourth baby. I have really? to say, yeah, so I have three kids, no. but, um, you know, I'm, I'm just so incredibly proud of the snacks. I 
have been working on this company, gosh, for about three or four years right now. And um, like if you read the ingredients, there's chia seeds and brown rice crisps and whole grain oats and whatnot. And I really worked very, very hard to sort of satisfy that sweet spot without making it punishingly healthy. You know, I, I... Everybody wants to fuel, fuel their bodies with things that are good for them, but then a lot of times you feel gypped or you feel deprived and whatnot. So this was like my way to come out with a line of snacks that sort of is the best of both worlds. You know, one-stop shopping. You could satisfy your cravings no matter what it is that you're craving, whatever flavor and texture, but at the same time, you know that you are fueling your body with the good stuff. To keep and I love them. Up. I've eaten them I've many, time, many, many times. I love them. Um, I get them to Wayne Reed. Oh, so, thank you. I mean, it's like way, yeah. 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 And so we, we're rolling out in Target and we're at Wegmans and we're on, on Amazon as well. So we're hoping to have an explosive year. Um, and we also have double chocolate and chocolate peanut butter coming out. Oh, yeah. My, my kids flip for those two flavors. So you have to so see what good. you think. I can't believe it's like, is it like vegan chocolate or something? Like how is it? Well, they're vegan automatically. They're, oh. they're all vegan. But, um, I, you know, I'm very, very particular About the with the ingredients yeah. and where I source them and, and the amount and what goes in. Um, you know, it's all about the balance. Again, my, my whole thing is just fiddling around in the kitchen. And it's funny because after all the snacks are born in my kitchen, literally my messy Bauer kitchen, that's the Nourish Lab. But then I have to scale at the production facility. So I got my red hairnet on and my blue lab. <laughs> I want a picture of this. <laughs> I'm going to send you one. I want one. I Please do don't tweet one. it out. <laughs> well, I, I didn't say I wouldn't do that. I said I want one. Okay, so what questions do you have? Oh my that's, God. That was a question to be. What question do you have for joy i have so many questions bring them on so i've been on the show a couple times so the mentoring mafia at home they know that this is always one of the goals that i mentioned is i want to get abs and i'm always talking about it because um you know i go up and down on my diets but like i just feel like no matter how stressed you are if you're sexy it doesn't matter my problem is i have terrible discipline when it comes to food and if i'm honest eating clean sucks so yeah. how do you get you made such a good point earlier about you know what the woman saying you know you realizing for yourself that lifestyle changes are really, really tough to do, you know? And so even with some, with therapy and it's so interesting, like how it feels in that way when you're coaching people to like, you know, evolve when with therapy, you can do it kind of incrementally, but you know, it seems like discipline is the only way to get consistent results. So how do you, what's your best check for retraining your mind? Um, So the, the first thing is that eating clean should not suck. It sucks. But but it's wet spinach. It doesn't have to because there are so many delicious, exciting ways that you can jazz up wholesome food. Truly. So okay. please promise me, I'm going to exchange recipes with okay. you. And I'm going to send you like cases of nourish snacks. You're going to oh, be yeah. set. But when it comes to getting those abs, the most important thing, while you're strengthening the abs underneath, so do all those abdominal exercises, the crunches and the planks and whatnot. That's very, very important because you are working those amazing muscles underneath, but you will never allow them to shine without getting rid of the layer of fat that's on top of those yeah. abs. And the only way to get rid of the layer of fat is to burn more calories through cardio exercise mm. and to rein in your eating. So that goes back to the delicious clean eating right. that we were just mentioning. So if you were to eat really calorically between 1,200 and 1,600 calories a day and get out there and exercise and continue to do the crunches, the layer of fat will come off, I promise you, and you will be able to uh, put on that bikini and feel super, super confident. Okay. But when it's so hard to lose belly fat. 
um, it, it is hard to lose belly fat, and the older we we get, it tends to redistribute. So, um, you know, women that were always pears, or men even that that tend to put on padding around the hip area and the buttocks area, that's really uncomfortable, but it's not as dangerous as the belly fat. And what happens is, as we get older, it tends to pull in the belly and become super uncomfortable. Some women are just born apple shapes, and they have mm-hmm. the belly fat their entire life. The good news about belly fat is that it mobilizes pretty darn quickly. So if you do tighten up your calories and you get out there and exercise, you can pretty quickly diminish the belly fat. So it it stinks having it and it's so uncomfortable, but you can get rid of it pretty quickly. And then there are actually a few foods that could help to blast belly fat. And the first one, interestingly enough, is salmon. And salmon is really great because first it contains a ton of protein and protein helps to regulate your hunger um, so that you eat less, right? And then you you end up taking in fewer calories and you're going to burn some belly fat. But it also is one of the absolute best sources of vitamin D, D as in David. And there's some interesting preliminary research showing that D can help to um, metabolize some of the fat stores within our belly. So that's cool. Um, The second thing is probiotics. So probiotics we're finding a lot of um, interesting new emerging science right now showing that they can help as well when it comes to uh, reducing the amount of belly fat that's stored and helping to interfere and burn some of the belly fat that we already have stored up. So when it comes to probiotics, you want to think yogurt, and I would say Greek yogurt, and I would go with low-fat Greek yogurt because you're automatically then lowering the calories when you lower some of the fat, right? So if you can go with a low-fat Greek yogurt, you're getting, again, a huge protein hit and you're also getting some of those probiotics and then prebiotics feeds the probiotics that helps the probiotics Mm. do their job so that would be things like artichokes onions those two things work really well and one last food i'll throw in there is broccoli broccoli is not a prebiotic but we just have some studies that show that green vegetables Mm. help with belly fat and broccoli also happens to be um one of the vegetables that has calcium and calcium helps with the vitamin D connection. So I'm just going to round those up again because that was a mouthful. Mm-hmm. No, that was So good. for belly fat, we think salmon, yogurt. we think Greek yogurt, artichokes, onions, and broccoli. Five foods that can help blast and target belly fat. Okay, I'm doing that. You doing that? Y'all catch me on Instagram in two weeks. and I'm Wearing a bikini. Sporting a bikini. <laughs> so I have one more question. Yes. Is that all right? So course. this is more about from a business perspective because mm-hmm. I loved earlier when you were saying, you know, like you didn't plan to become famous. You're just really passionate about clinical nutrition. I feel the same way about mental health and the same way. I do a lot of TV and media and stuff like that, but I didn't plan on doing that. You know, I'm just very passionate talk about talking about mental strength. So I always get advice at advice from other practitioners, independent practitioners in a saturated market. That's just a consumer, like personal trainers and, mm-hmm. you know, nutritionists and therapists. You know, I got really lucky because I had a company to kind of be my platform. But for people who I know therapists who were still like really good, but still charge $40 an hour. So how do you recommend people who are trying to become experts in their field, standing out and kind of like building a consistent practice? So I think that one of the things that I did, which organically helped me to network and then get myself out there and land on desks and in offices of the right people was to lecture a ton and to write a ton. And in the Mm -hmm. beginning, I gave it away for free. Yeah. So, and join a lot of committees. I was on a committee for the Heart Association, for the Cancer Society. But again, I... 
I was, I was so in love with every single job that I ever had, no matter what it paid or didn't pay. And I would just sign up to contribute to free newsletters mm-hmm. and I would get out there and I would, you know, join myself on to lectures that people were doing and whatnot. And I think that the more you offer your services up at discounted rates, the more networking you do, Mm. the more right people you meet, which then open doors. And I also think no matter what job you have and no matter where you're at, it doesn't have to be your dream job, but never coast. Always find ways to stay stimulated. Mm. Um, and, And that could be, you know, creating some new aspect of that job up and beyond your regular hours. Or maybe it's about, you know, um, volunteering in um, outpatient clinics in the evening or starting some sort of support groups. Great things happen when you're not expecting them to happen. I think that happens with romance a lot as well. Mm. But, you know, don't don't do (laughs) things just because you're looking for the greater agenda. Do things because it's a passion and you're helping people. Um, But at the same time, you're getting yourself out there and you're feeling happy and fulfilled and stimulated. So it's a win, win, win. And mm. that's, I'm telling you, the, the, the moons start to line up. Mm. So often we're hitting women with the message of don't do it for free. And mm. there's a difference between don't give away your work for free and you making a decision to do something without pay because mm. it will enhance your career. Absolutely. Right? And that's where we have or to help hmm. people. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you know, yes. so it can enhance your career from a networking standpoint or, you know, back to my original story, everything was a learning curve for me. Right. So if you're giving something away for free and you're not networking, but at the same time, you're actually helping people become stronger and smarter and hmm. healthier, and you're learning how to counsel in a more strategic and effective way and become more impactful, hey, it's worth every single free minute. Yes, I agree. So there are some things totally. to this day that I will not do for free, right? Because I've built up an expertise in certain areas, and that is my job. So Mm -hmm. you need to pay me for that piece Mm -hmm. of it, right? But when I'm venturing into something new, I will do it for free because I'm learning. This is what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I'm learning from yeah. it. So I, I don't want to charge somebody at this point. I really want to learn. I want to get the network going. I want to mm-hmm. feel what I'm doing. Right. And that way you don't go in with a lower rate also because mm-hmm. the first time you might say, I'm only going to charge this because I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm doing as much. That's right. a really good Where point. Where when you get to that point, then you can, and it's hard then yeah. to bring your rate up to say, well, last time you hired me, I was right. X amount per right. hour. Now I'm twice as much. That's so true. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's that blend. That's like a really good strategy. started this out. Everything in is that blend yeah. of what makes, what are you trying to build? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to build a brand? Are you mm-hmm. trying to build a business? Are you wanting to help people? And maybe you don't need the money. And so right. that doesn't matter trying to build to you. your knowledge yeah. base. And you don't want to, and by not charging, you're not paying for it at least. So yeah. you're being educated without paying. Yeah. Right. So I think it's looking at all of those pieces. So I, I want to take away that message that we're just out there all the time saying, don't do it without pay or don't do it for free because we're not going to learn. Right. And there are times that we don't do it for free. And Mm -hmm. that's what we have to be like knowing our bodies. We have to know what do we do for free and what do we do for pay? Absolutely. And on that note, ladies, we could go on forever. This was so fun. It was so much fun. So we're going to continue. We're going to have dinners, but that's another story. We're going to continue. But Joy, where can we find you? Everybody can go to joybauer.com. I have loads and loads of recipes and um, information on everything from cholesterol to blood pressure to losing weight to you name it. And I have to interject. I've been there. I I live on your – I love your site. I love your site. Thank you. Thank you. And also – 
you know, for just tips and advice on a day-to-day basis, definitely follow me on um, Instagram and Twitter, which is at Joy Bauer, and also on Facebook. I'm super active on all those venues. Just, you know, giving it away for free. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what we do on social. And B, honey, where can we find you? Um, You can follow me on Twitter at LMHC. that's Licensed Mental Health Counselor, and on in, no, don't follow my Instagram. But you can oh, keep now I'm going to follow your Instagram because now you're going to put a picture. Now everybody's following you. And she's going to put her um, bathing suit picture on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to be following you now. I get my inner skinny from Joy Bauer. I'm going to be right. gotten it all over Instagram. So go there and do it. Okay, just for oh, the definitely. record, she's already got her inner skinny going if you, on. If you would see what B looks like right, right she's now, gorgeous. she's basically Miss America. Right. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Miss America. You just need, like, what is, what is the, the, the pageant? The sash. The sash. Set yeah. your one. goals high, kids. Set your Wowza. goals really high. Wow. Business and in vanity. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thank you both so much for <laughs> blowing you. you a kiss across, Joy. Oh, and you are amazing. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for joining us today. And to get Mentoring Moments the moment it's live every Wednesday, remember to download new episodes on the Podcast One app or subscribe at Apple Podcasts or podcastone.com and make sure to rate, review, and share. And check out my show notes on Forbes.com. Okay, so I have so many great tips from this episode with Joy. I'm definitely going to try the coffee and fruit before working out. I'm going to keep eating salmon to fight off that belly fat. And I'm going to stop annoying people by giving unsolicited advice. How about you? Check out my show notes on Forbes.com and talk to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'm easy to find, always on Twitter, at Denise Ristari. Until next week, keep sharing your stories, because your stories matter. Download new episodes of Mentoring Moments every Wednesday at PodcastOne.com, Forbes.com, the Podcast One app, or you can subscribe at iTunes. I'm Christina Wallace. And I'm Kate Scott Campbell. And we're the hosts of The Limit Does Not Exist, a podcast for human Venn diagrams. That's right. We talk to people with intersecting interests in the arts, STEM, entrepreneurship, and so much more. The easiest way to explain science to non-scientists is to use art. I worry that we lose a lot of creative engineers because our engineering curriculum is not creative. Education should be about empowering people to become better thinkers, good problem solvers, creative inventors, and ethical caring citizens. Download new episodes of The Limit Does Not Exist every Monday on the Podcast One app, or you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. London police have arrested Julian Assange on extradition charges to the United States, as well as for violating his bail. Assange is accused of publishing classified documents through WikiLeaks. In 2010, he told Sky News he was worried about what the U.S. might do to him. The United States recently has shown that its institutions seem to be failing. Uh, They are failing to follow the rule of law. And with dealing with a superpower that does not appear to be following, following the rule of law is a serious business. He also said in 2010 the U.S. officials had threatened him and those associated with him. There has been many calls by senior political figures uh, in the United States, uh, including elected ones in the Senate, uh, for my execution, uh, the kidnapping of my staff.
Edward Snowden, the former security contractor who leaked classified information about U.S. surveillance programs, says the arrest of Assange is a blow to media freedom. I'm Rita Foley. 